Pauline, give me some of your tots. I ate his liver with some fava beans. Nice candy. Combo, pan fry, deep fry, stir fry. Yummy! Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Cooking Show. This week, we are going to make something that is flavorful. It sounds really fancy. It has a lot of beautiful color, contrasting flavors and textures and stuff like that, but uses some of the cheapest ingredients of, you know, the midsummer market. We're looking at like tomatoes and bell peppers and whatever. We are making shakshuka which is a super common dish of baked eggs, eggs baked in a tomato sauce. It's common in North Africa and the Middle East, Israel, Lebanon, that area. There's lots of variations to this. We're going to make a super basic version of it that doesn't have any, what would I say, polarizing ingredients. You know, in some places you might get chopped Kalamata olives and feta cheese. You may get artichoke hearts or merguez sausage. In some places you might get a little bit more of a chili pepper, a hot chili, cayenne, spicy addition, whereas in other places it's super mild. So what I'm going with is what I consider to be a, a very basic shakshuka, okay? This, this dish originated in the Southern Mediterranean in the 1600s in Maghreb, after Hernando Cortez brought tomatoes and chili peppers and things like that back from the from the New World. So uh, let's get into this. It's a real showy sort of provincial dish, kind of kind of right in my wheelhouse with comfort foods that, uh, and this is one of the ones that doesn't necessarily rely on your brisk cold weather. You know, a lot of these things that are stewed or slow cooked, these are late autumn through through wintertime dishes. And this is just the taste of the farmer's market, the taste of summer, bright red, green, fresh flavors. It's really fantastic. All right, like I said, the ingredients for this, super simple and inexpensive. No special ingredients for this, this recipe. No special equipment per se, but I would definitely recommend using a big, heavy cast iron pan. Just because if you look up recipes online, you'll, you will see this served directly in whatever the cooking vessel is. Uh, very often it's a cast iron pan, sometimes it's a casserole or something like that, but it certainly helps. It can be, it can definitely be a one pan dish. The way that I'm making it uh, will require two pans, but that was basically just to save a little bit of time. Additionally, you want to check out the step-by-step -step photo album, the Imager album, linked in the show notes, as well as the straightforward recipe here. So let's get into that recipe. I use two pounds of fresh tomatoes from the garden, okay? If you would prefer to use a can of tomatoes, like canned, peeled tomatoes, go with that. Um, you can do a 28-ounce can, a 32-ounce can. Like, I use two pounds of fresh tomatoes knowing that I would be removing the skins, I would be cutting out the cores, and that I would have to uh, boil off a lot more water content than even, you know, canned tomatoes. So two pounds of fresh tomatoes, a handful of fresh parsley. I personally prefer flat leaf, but you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Two red bell peppers, 
one yellow onion, like a medium-sized onion, four tablespoons of olive oil. You probably want to have a little bit more than that because you do want to use the olive oil to toast the bread, uh, but four tablespoons in the actual shakshuka itself. Four to six cloves of garlic, six eggs, two teaspoons of paprika, one teaspoon of cumin, one teaspoon of chili powder, and like I said, some crusty bread that'll toast up really nicely and uh, salt and pepper to taste. I think I ended up using about a tablespoon of salt um, in, in the sauce prior to adding the eggs. All right. So I use the fresh tomatoes and to prepare those, what I needed to do is remove the skins. And the easiest way that I find to do that is to boil the potatoes for oh, potatoes, boil the tomatoes for about 30 seconds and then i go straight into an ice bath here technically the boiling step will be enough to loosen the skins to slip them off i cut an x into the bottom of the tomato put into the boiling water lift it out into the ice bath and the reason i do that is so that if i'm doing a lot of tomatoes at once if you didn't have the ice bath you run the risk of when you go to handle them afterwards that one of the ones on the bottom is still like rocket hot compared to the others and you just like it surprises you whenever you go to grab a hold of it um, so in the ice bath it ensures that you you've cooled it down and you can just go up go into there and pull the skins off but the boiling is the main thing it loosens the skin it separates it from the, the flesh of the fruit and lets you peel that back and then using a, a paring knife up around the, the shoulders of the tomato it might be a little more strongly adhered so you can scrape it off with the paring knife as well as decoring those tomatoes so once i have those peeled and cored they went into a, a bowl and then just with my hands i kind of crushed them up a little bit tore them apart you don't have to go in and like chop them you don't have to put them through you know any kind of processing to remove the seeds or the pulp uh, all of that will cook down pretty well and you won't even notice it in the finished finished dish okay so you get your tomatoes all prepped up like that in the cast iron pan or the pan that is going to be used as the serving vessel as well i put all my olive oil in there and heat that up i think i went on like medium high heat and then added the tomatoes and those tomatoes they need to simmer and cook down a lot because they're going to go in there with a lot of structure and you need that to break down you need to basically cook those tomatoes down into tomato sauce that's going to take the better part of 20 to 25 minutes and that's why i started the tomatoes first in the cast iron pan and then prepped the onions and the peppers in a separate pan if you're using canned tomatoes you might want to just go with one pan and start the the onions and the peppers in the pan that's going to be the serving vessel and then add the tomatoes later but because i need to cook those tomatoes down i start those in the cast iron pan that will be the serving vessel in a separate pan i will add diced red bell pepper diced yellow onion the onion first let that sweat for a couple minutes and get translucent add the pepper stir that together and just just basically sweat all of that you don't need to get any browning going on there you just want to soften them up the cloves of garlic i crush and chop and added those to the tomatoes after about you know 10 15 minutes when the liquid in the tomatoes starts to become opaque you know when you first put it in there, it's like tomatoes in water. They're giving up a lot of liquid and there's a stark contrast between the tomato 
part and the juice part, which is basically just water that's been expressed from the tomatoes. After a while, those start to uh, normalize and blend together, and the tomatoes look like they're cooking in an opaque tomato sauce, essentially. At that point, you can add the garlic and stir it through, and that'll allow the garlic to cook and soften and sort of melt throughout the tomatoes as everything cooks together. At some point here, you probably want to preheat your oven to like the highest temperature. Mine goes to 550 degrees. The reason for that is that we want to toast our bread in the oven, but also what that means is we can use the residual heat from the oven after the bread has been toasted to finish off the eggs and the shakshuka whenever um, we get to that step, okay? Okay, about 20 to 25 minutes in, your tomatoes are going to really break down and, and blend together nicely. It's going to be like a rustic sauce you know like a sauce that has, still has some structure to it and it hasn't become fully pureed or blended together at that point we can add our dry spices the cumin the paprika and the chili powder just add that in there and stir it together it's only you know two three four ish teaspoons of dry spices but just just that amount of dry matter being added to the tomatoes you'll notice that it thickens the sauce and it changes the texture and the consistency and the color greatly. It'll make it a lot more of a brick red or a brownish red and that'll brighten up a little a little bit more once we add the, the bell peppers and, and the onions which will actually be directly after you've you've incorporated the dry spices into the tomatoes. So you add the uh, the sweated onions and the bell peppers, stir that throughout. Now at this point the sauce is pretty much done. You kind of just want the, the simmering of that tomato sauce to, to soften up the onions and the peppers a little bit more and get a little bit more even consistency of all the ingredients in the shakshuka there. So I would say simmer that for another 10 minutes uh, just to get everything to marry together nicely, okay? While that's all simmering together, slice your bread into, you know, half inch slices, three quarters inch, whatever. They don't have to be super thick, but you don't have to, you know, obsess over making them really thin slice that up put them on a, a cookie sheet a baking sheet drizzle it with olive oil put that in that 550 degree or you know as, as hot as your oven goes put it in there five to ten minutes that's going to get really brown and toasty and crispy and just fantastic when that's done pull those out set them aside turn the heat to the oven off okay and close the door we're going to use that residual heat here shortly now we need to add the eggs to the sauce and the way i like to do that is to get a small ramekin or like a little a little bowl or you know a condiment bowl something whatever crack an egg into the bowl use a you know big serving spoon or a spatula or whatever to make a divot or an indentation in the sauce the sauce at this point turn it down to like medium so that it is doesn't have like a lively simmer it's not spitting liquid all over the place that way you can make a little divot in the sauce with your spoon and then just very gently slide the eggs individually into those divots the eggs will eventually begin to become opaque and, and white on the bottom from the residual, or not the residual, but it, some of it's direct heat, but there's like a lot of heat in that sauce that is gonna be uh, transferred into the eggs. But once you get all your eggs in there, we're using six eggs in this, in this recipe. Once you get all the eggs in there, take that pan, put it into that hot oven, 
and uh, let that go for you know five to ten minutes. Check it occasionally. When the eggs have cooked over on the top, you can pull it out, let it rest for about ten minutes. When you when you remove it from the oven, you can ch- roughly chop your parsley and spread that over the top, and then just let that sit there for about ten minutes. That will allow everything to sort of. Uh, calm down, uh, release a little bit of heat. The sauce will thicken up. It'll get a nice, uh, a little bit of a firm gelatinous surface to it that looks really nice. And at that point, you are ready to go. Just make sure that every every scoop that you pull out of there has one whole egg contained within it. You can serve this in a bowl with that nice crusty bread and whatever else, a citrusy, acidic salad or some grilled meats or, or just by itself it's really it's really quite good and it's so fun to say shakshuka you know and it's it's a great dish to utilize fresh in-season ingredients in the middle of summer it's bright it's colorful it's delicious and uh you know you can make a lot of food for a couple of dollars and just a little bit of a little bit of uh, strategic spicing and transformative simmering, <laughs> for lack of a better word. All right, I hope you guys enjoy this one. It's really beautiful, really delicious, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>